Wow, fancy seeing you here. I'm Anna Morrison. This is Morning Cup of Podcast. I am back after a short break. You know, second lockdown here in the UK or, you know, the second major lockdown in the UK has been doing bits, but we are back and I'm really excited. And you know what? I'm in this now more than ever before. Yeah, I'm ramping up. I'm turning up the heat because, you know, this is something I really want and I'm going to bring you this podcast weekly it's a perfect space for me to practice my craft and if I can meet new people along the way or bring a little bit of happiness to you then for me I've succeeded so if you could get involved in any way I'd appreciate that so much like you couldn't even understand how grateful I'd be yeah help a girl out so share this around tell your mates tag me in your morning cuppers that's what I really want so I want to know what you're listening to if you find an old classic that you're like oh my god I thought this was a song that time forgot show me if you make songs if you're a songwriter if you're a lyricist and you've got your own content show me tag me in your morning cuppa pour a brew and let me know and I will review it and you know what if it bangs because good music is good music the beats don't lie then I'll put it on the podcast I think this suddenly moves us into a really exciting space. Enough of me rambling now. I'm actually going to talk about the content. So I'm going to talk about two artists for you today, both early 20s, both female. One brings up an argument that is universal and raises awareness for things that a lot of people are feeling and feel and she kind of gives a voice to it and allows you to bop to your own anxieties. The second is actually highlighting a big issue in the music industry at the moment. So yeah, both are bringing something big to a wider narrative. And that's why I find them so interesting. And that's why I've pinpointed them. The first artist I'm going to talk to you about is called Baby Queen. Now, it is an awesome name. And she says she called herself Baby Queen because she thought the song she was writing about were babyish but she was doing it like a queen and therefore baby queen came together and she said when she put the name together she just had her whole identity click into place i feel like once you have that kind of belief in your name the belief in your concept and your craft it all just comes and yeah she's she's doing well for herself so she was recently greg james's track of the week so she was being played every morning for the whole week which is massive radio one breakfast show one of the biggest shows in radio and if you get your song on there like the the amount of plays you're getting on that is just unbelievable she was also their introducing track you know she's had a lot of support from radio one which is going to be so beneficial in her career so baby queen is 23 i read an interview that she'd done recently and they said oh is this where you thought you'd be by 23 and her immediate response was like no and you might think oh no she you know she's got success early but in her head she was like no I I wanted to have made this by the time I was 18 and I didn't and I got to 18 and I thought I've missed my chance I've fucked it up like it's just not gonna happen for me and it brought up that really really interesting argument about age and where as a society we define where you should be at certain points in your life and I think with the pandemic that has thrown a light onto that and it's made a lot of people feel very very anxious so there are themes within this artist that I can really resonate with um, and I'm sure you will be able to too. 
Now she looks at Billie Eilish and goes, oh, you like where you are at 18 is where I wanted to have been. It's where I should have been. But Billie Eilish is a, you know, she's a phenomenon. But there is this thing of comparing ourselves to others that allows for this kind of, you know, demise where you you pick yourself apart and you go, oh no, well, I, I didn't save the world by 30 and therefore I failed. And a friend of mine put a post up on Instagram was like, you know, do you feel a pressure to achieve certain things by certain ages? And do you feel like the pandemic's put a pause on that? And therefore these things are just never gonna happen. You're never gonna reach these important milestones. And I saw this and I was like, oh my gosh, like, yes, I'm freaking out, man. But why? Like, why? Why am I freaking out? I, we're all in a pandemic, you know, We there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, if there was, we'd all be doing something, right? So yeah, this just kind of confirmed to me that one, we're all feeling the same thing and what one person views as its success compared to somebody else is completely different. So it's all relative, but what I love about this this girl is that she's putting a voice to it, a song to it and a name to it. And, and, and it allows people like me and yourself to talk about it, to think about it. I only had a moment once my friend put this on Instagram and, and I read this interview with Baby Queen that I was like, that's me. I feel exactly the same. Like at the moment, I feel like I'm never gonna meet someone. I'm never gonna move out. Um, I'm never gonna get a job. I'm never gonna get work colleagues. This is this is life now. I, I live in my house with my mom and yeah, and it, it ain't gonna change, but that's not true and life evolves and and yeah, I think just the fact that she talked about this pressure on age, I just thought it was so interesting and it's something I really resonated with. And I just thought, you know what? I, I have to pick this girl for the podcast today because she gets it and I get her. And you have to look for things like that when you're choosing an artist. You have to look for those points of similarity. And, and that's, if you can find a good grounding there, then you know you're gonna have fun supporting them from day dot. So again, it's all just exciting and it's all fresh and real. It's really real. In a world where we're living a life through a screen and it's not necessarily reality, that's really refreshing. So I'm gonna play her song, that the one that Greg James really supported and it's called Raw Thoughts. Now, I'm gonna play it to you and I want you to think, and I'm only allowed to play you a short clip for copyright reasons, but I want you to think, who does she sound like? Who is she influenced by? I got fucked up again I was crying Some hour in the AM I was riding Notes on my phone Always keep raw thoughts close When you get fucked up Who do you think she sounds like? She has confirmed she is inspired by Lord and the 1975 So if you got that, then kudos Especially in the short amount of time that you had to listen to that she just sounds like Lord to me. I'm getting such Lord vibes. Um, where, also, on another note, where is Lord? Like, hello, I, I love you. What, like, you create amazing music and you're such an icon. But, like, where have you gone? Come back. If you're not, if you're not careful, this 22 year old's gonna take your gig. But Raw Thoughts is a, literally what it is, it's Raw Thoughts, it's a stream of consciousness. And you can really get that in the chorus where it's literally like, she doesn't pause for a breath. And it's all about preempting that night out guilt. And I'm sure we've all been there. You know, when you're just not the happiest, yeah, I don't know, something's playing on your mind. She'd just been through a breakup and you and you add alcohol into the mix and it never seems to go as well as you'd planned. 
you always have this vision for the night out don't you where you go yeah i'm gonna live my best life i'm gonna get so drunk i'm gonna have so much fun and then you always forget about the things that happen when you're really drunk and the falling over and the sudden emotions that hit you and the hangover i never incorporate the hangover into night out plans and it always it always catches me off guard and every morning everybody says you know it say it with me i am never gonna drink again lies <laughs> anyway so this song is all about preempting that night out guilt and not knowing who you are, what you're doing. And she's managed to compile all this teenage angst, I'd say, into this song. She's just singing about universal things in a really fresh way. You know, another argument that she raised in an interview, again, something that I think you can all understand is the way that you are portrayed on social media. It's battling with that idea of how you're being presented what you're trying to present and that conflict between the two and what you're seeing and you know identity is that it's that thing of like who am i and in a world where you live so through the internet at the moment it is easy to question yourself and who you are and who you're portraying on the internet and again she depicts all these thoughts and feelings and worries and insecurities through this song but what's so brilliant about music is that you can put it on the back of a beat and it's suddenly amazing. And if you end up singing to your own anxieties, I think you're winning at life. But yes, yeah, so she said she wrote this song and she feels like it was a blessing. She released it at the beginning of this year in January and it's just like blown. She got success really quickly after she released a song called Internet Religion. Again, coming back to that social media problem and that just propelled her. And so she said it's been a bit mental. So I just wanted to shout her out because She's only had a couple of tracks released and they're already doing this well. I'd be really interested to keep an eye on her, see what she brings out next. You know, an album might be on the way, which would be hella exciting. Keep your eyes peeled and let me know. Get involved is what I'm saying, folks. Get involved. <laughs> right, I'm going to move on to the next artist. And this artist couldn't be further from Baby Queen whilst also being incredibly similar to Baby Queen. It's a bit of an odd one. So this is Ashnicote. Now she has a song that is playlisting on radio stations across the country. She's on all the A-lists. So she's being played every hour. You will have heard this song. You will know this song, but you might not know the artist behind it. So Ashnicote is 24 years old, also female, but she's come into the limelight through TikTok. Now there's a massive debate going on in the music industry at the moment about whether TikTok is destroying the music industry and its credibility and its authenticity. So that's a really interesting debate and I will get into that in a second, but first I'm gonna tell you a bit more about Ashna Coe and play you her song. So you will have heard this song, it's called Deal With It and it samples a song from the 1990s and it's caught out by Kellis. So it does say in the song features Kellis. And I think she does something so clever. She's done it in other songs as well. She embraces hallmarks of the 2000s. So she's done Pussycat Dolls, Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy. And by putting these songs in, you're listening and going, right, I love her sound, I love her, her bop. And then you're like, wham, you're just hit with a song that you know. And it throws you and you're like, oh my God, I know that song. But because they've put different lyrics to it or they've sampled a tiny bit, you're hooked, or I certainly am. And I'm like, who is that? Like, what? I, I know that song, like what, what is that? And oh my God, I forgot that existed. Oh, what a, what a song. And 
I think it's such a clever way to produce music and I think it's really respectful. I think to honour music that's been and put it in the songs that are going to be, I think that's really cool. Uh, people, loads of people are doing it at the moment. Um, Rudimental and Ray in uh, the song Regardless and you've got Bang Bang by Rita Ora who sampled Crazy Frog, who sampled someone else. So, you know, it's a really clever technique and I fully am here for it. I love it. So she's doing big things and she's really into fantasy and anime and she's kind of portrayed that in her look and she's very much of the WAP generation. So it's all about female empowerment, talking about the female body, females and sex. And that's why I mean she's very opposite to Baby Queen where it's all very internalised. You know I said she was inspired by 1975 and you can really get that in Baby Queen's internalisation of the music and her thoughts and what's going on in her head and this stream of consciousness. Whereas Ashniko is the opposite. She's almost standing there with her middle fingers up and going, deal with it. As the song suggests, you gotta deal with it. I'm a boss bitch. I know what I think, I know who I am and you're not gonna walk all over me. So it's two very different ends of the spectrum, but young female voices doing their thing and, and killing it in my opinion. This is where the similarities and the differences lie and I love it. I love the contrast, I love that they're coming up together, I love that there's space for both of them. They've both been described as alternative pop. Ashniko's got a more of a rapper kind of side bit as well but they are on the same genre of music, but they couldn't be more different. And I just love that. I think there's so much room for female voices to grow within this section. And I love that these two come in January, 2021, bam, put their stamp on it. Again, another reason why I felt the need to mention them today, because they're just so exciting. And I want to see, I, I personally really want to see where they go and where they end up. I'm going to play the song for you now and then we'll go into that TikTok debate afterwards which brings up some really interesting stuff and I'd love to know your opinions. <laughs> There's a common theme going on here. I want to know about you. Deal with it. I just love her sound so much. I think it's so fresh and I think it's so new. And I, I haven't actually heard anything quite like this before. Uh, this was the first song I'd heard of hers. And you know me, I'm trawling through playlists all the time. And it was on a Friday, so it'd just been released. And I added it to Morning Cuppa like straight away. I heard it and I just felt sassy. And not only did I think this song is sassy, it made me feel sassy. She has come from TikTok and that ability to do that is probably what made her, you know, take off and become a sensation. Let's talk about TikTok. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. So there is this debate that says, is TikTok ruining the music industry? And the, the reason that question has been raised is because it's following trends. So a lot of people argue that you lose the integrity of the music industry because artists get 15 seconds right on TikTok, which means if you create a good hook, you're gonna do really well. It's not grafted, it's not slowly crafted. So there's people that argue that you can use TikTok as a side thing. So say you make the music, it's doing well, and then you jump on TikTok and then you promote it. And then if it becomes a trend from that, then like 
you're winning on all accounts. But if you look at a trend, then create the song and then go to strength, people are like, well, really, where, like, where's the authenticity? I was listening to an interview, a podcast with Abby McCarthy, who's on BBC Introducing for Kent, and she does a load of stuff for Four Music, and she's done some stuff for Radio One. She's really big on the new music scene. And she basically said that it's authenticity that sells. She said, what happens if you create a song on a TikTok trend? And then in a year's time, that trend's over, that trend's embarrassing. You don't want to be associated with it. And you look at that music and you go, I really want to delete that. My music doesn't really represent me. And that's where the, the argument lies. It's like, are people sacrificing themselves in order for this brief moment of fame? But at the same token, TikTok's brilliant because it allows people the chance to have a light shone on them when in, perhaps they wouldn't have had a chance otherwise. You know, little Nas X, he came up through TikTok. It's been an amazing platform for that. But again, with music, with TikTok, you have this visual element as well. So not only are artists having to create a good sound, they're being judged visually as well at the same time. It just, it makes the game a bit harder, but also by making it a little bit more accessible. So it's a really like, and I don't know where I sit in this argument because I really do believe it's 50-50. I genuinely believe that the, the listeners are the gatekeepers. So if people are loving it and they're enjoying listening to it then that's a good song right in my opinion it's up to the industry how they nurture you from there I don't know what conversations are going on behind the scenes it's, it's really interesting and you know Ashley Coe is one of these people that came up through TikTok but is killing it owning the game and I think she's gonna surpass TikTok 100% and I think that is because she's 100% herself you look at anything she does her freeness her I'm going to say, I wanted to say lack of inhibition, but that's not true. I'm sure everything she does is, you know, it, it's her. It's just her being herself. And there's something incredibly infectious about that. And just like with Baby Queen, how you could see elements of yourself in there, there's stuff with Ashnako that even though she's like anime and that couldn't be further from me personally, there's something in her that I admire and I almost aspire to have. She says that she wants to challenge the way that women talk about their body and the expectations of what women can talk about. And I I love that. You know, she's she's this rule breaker, she's pushing the limits, she's daring and devil-like, and I love it. I'm really interested to see what happens. The reason I've picked these two artists, even though they're not like spring chickens and like fresh out the gate, they are so at the beginning of their career they this is them right at the beginning and if we can mark them now and look at them now it's going to be really interesting to see where they end up in a couple of months you know with hopefully some more releases hopefully live music will be coming back at the end of the year i can only hope and so this leaves a really exciting space to watch them develop that's all i can really say about it i just think bring on music bring on live music bring it back i just i love it i love it so much and i love talking about it and i love learning about artists so i'm gonna shut up there i have talked for long enough i'm so excited to bring this back like i said get involved please share this around i'm at on morrison on instagram the morning cuppa podcast is on spotify and any other podcast app you also have the morning cuppa playlist 2021 you know there are some cracking artists on there already some who have already gone from strength to strength some who i really think are growers so yeah just get involved tag me in your morning cuppers playing music first thing in the morning oh my god is 
It's revolutionized my life. It makes me feel so much better. It's the best way to start the day. So if you're doing that already, just film it, tag me in it and let me know what you're listening to. I just want to say thank you to everyone that supported me so far. You guys have just been amazing. Big up to you guys. Have a glorious week and I will see you next week. Thank you.